Do you think I'm hot? Absolutely. Well, you ever heard of the term cold hands, warm heart? Yes, your hands are always cold. Always <laughs> cold. Always, always. My hands are cold. But how could someone have cold hands and a warm heart? Uh, poor circulation. Yeah, that could be it too. But what we talked before about being cold. Right, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and we broke it down as being closed, obstinate, lazy, and dishonest. Right. And I felt that it was only well-serving for us to define and do a show about Are You Hot? Okay. Which is honest, open, and transparent. We're going to break that down for you in the next show on episode 35. On the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. Stay tuned. Get ready. Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. You know, sometimes the simpler things in life are the most difficult. Yes, I believe that. And that's what this episode is kind of all about. We're going to be talking about being hot. Yes. You know, this is a term that I wish we could take credit for. And Well, you know, most people, after you give the person credit two times, you can own it. We've been giving these people credit for like <laughs> 10, 15 years. So I think this belongs to us now. Right, right. But we'll still <laughs> give them their shout out. I remember working with Taryn and Jesus. And when they brought this term up to us, we were like, wow, this is That's a good cool. one. And that was, like you said, it was a little while ago. Yeah. But it was so appropriate. And we just adopted it and actually started practicing it and assimilating it into our lives. And while we were supposedly mentoring them, well, premarital <laughs> counseling, that means that goes to show you that you can learn at any time from anybody in any situation. Yes, and that it's was always an exchange. Yes. And that was something that was really, really good to hear. And so that's what we kind of are going to be talking about. You mentioned it earlier. So I remember we were did the episode on being cold and we had already been mentioning being hot on previous episodes. And so, and just from discussions, we just started talking about it and you were saying, I think we need to do a, it deserves its own episode. episode. Yeah, very much so. And that's what we're going to be talking about. And one of the things that we all know in, in terms of hot, there's degrees of being hot. And so what I realized is that, the level of hot that I am with God and Gil are going to be different from the level of hot that I'm going to be with a stranger, an acquaintance, or a friend. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand that, because I think sometimes it goes back to the framework of having boundaries. Um, there are certain things I'm, I'm never going to be as transparent with someone that I don't know as I am with someone that I do know. Yeah. And it's because there's a factor of you can scare people. Sure. And so we have to be wise about that. And, and so the scripture that I looked at and thought about is in, in Revelations three fifteen through 16. It says, I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. And so that means that God wants us to be hot or cold. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to be lukewarm. And so in terms of this whole concept of being hot and being cold, it's important that you pick a side. Sure. And that you 
of course, it's better for us to be hot because being honest, open and transparent is going to benefit us as well as the people in relationships with. You know, one of the most important questions that you could ask anyone when they starting out in a relationship is what do they think is the most important element or thing in their relationship, even as it gets started? And I would be willing to say a vast majority of people would say it is communication. communication. And that's what HOT is really, really all about is being able to communicate in such a manner that it's going to benefit you in your relationship. Yeah. And, you know, you look it up, the term HOT was used in 1989. We were talking about being hot stuff or being, you know. Disco. Disco and, you know, being it and, you know, all those terms that they use to describe being hot, you know, being, you know, something it was re- pertaining to the way you look. Right. And so, you know, I always I joke, I told guess I'm going to get a shirt that says I am hot, not cold. And it's not talking about the way you look, because the reason why I said, how could you have cold hands and a warm heart is the reason why you could be very attractive and be and ugly. be very cold. Yeah, yeah. Very and so just so. because you are attractive, we're not talking about the way you look. We're talking about the way you communicate, the way you navigate in relationships. And it's important because the most attractive thing in any relationship is your ability to be authentically you. Right. And that comes from being honest, open and transparent. And I was just getting ready to say, let's break down what hot means for okay. those who have not heard us before. And this is their first joining us in a podcast, a rich relationship podcast with Gil and Renee. We're going to be talking about hot. You just mentioned it, honest, open and transparent. That's yes. what it stands for. And we're going to kind of dissect it a little bit. And for those who have been listening and hanging out with us, we know this is what we do is just want to expose some things from our own relationship that right. can benefit and help others. Because that's what it's really, really all about. It's just yeah, sharing our lives. Yes. So let's talk about being honest. My question kind of started out with why are people so dishonest, especially when it comes to relationships in the beginning? Well, because I think people don't want you to know that they don't have it all together. I think that there's an element of pride that is a big culprit in multiple facets of relationships with your family, with your coworkers. It, it's just that facade of, I have it all together. Right. And no one has it all together. No, and I would even add on to that would say is in self, being a selfish person. Yes, I, I would have totally agree. Are, so you talk about being honest. So I, most of the time when you think about, okay, I'm expose myself here. Yeah. I was a liar, like nobody's business before I accepted Christ into my life. Yeah, his mother warned me. <laughs> she said, if that boy's eyes change colors, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> so what that meant was, and, and I thought about that as we were preparing for the episode and even thinking back into my own life and my own self. And I was thinking, why did I lie like I did? Right. And I would say it when I said it came down to self. I was really talking about I wanted to either having a, a certain appearance before mm-hmm. other people or I wanted to present myself in a manner that I thought was positive mm-hmm. or in a good light. You know, that's kind of talking about pride a little bit. It is. So, again, that's still talking about self. And I wanted people to like me. Yeah. You know, I wanted people to accept me. Mm-hmm. All the essence of being a human being, love and acceptance and being light. Right. 
that was what was my motivation for lying. Well, you know, I was a liar, too. And my mother beat it out of me. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Because she would always say, if you lie, you steal. If you steal, you kill. Right. And so when I got older and I started understanding why do people lie, sometimes people lie because they feel like they're trying to protect something. Mm -hmm. If there's something that you did that you don't want people to know, but word to the wise, everything done in the dark will come to the light. Right. Anything that you, all you're doing is delaying people from knowing everything that you do in secret is going to eventually come to the light. Mm. So that helped me a lot. It helped me to realize I might as well tell the truth because guess what? She's going to find out. And I really thought my mother could see in the back of her head. I was one of those kids. I was very scary. And I can remember being in Alabama and this boy was trying to kiss me. And I was like, oh no, my mama can see me. He was like, in your mom in Detroit? I was like, yes. But that she put that fear in my heart about telling the truth and being honest. So it really kept me out of a lot of trouble. And it, it taught me to be aware that the things you do can cause you pain. Right. And, and what it really kind of I thought about was it is a very, very important in building trust in your relationship yes. because honesty has to be the linchpin to every relationship and you have to be honest with yourself most importantly you have to and so if you think that if i tell you something about me that's not who i am and you're gonna like me then you're really not you don't like me you like my representative Mm -hmm. and so i think that when people think that they're protecting themselves from people knowing the real them don't you want them to know the real you Right. Because what I love about my friends, the people who love me, they know all my junk. Right. And they love me. And one of the things that we want to talk about is some of the things that are we you know, we always want to give actionable things and things that you can actually not just have knowledge about or right. we just have a good discussion about, but things that you can actually implement. Right. Examine and ourselves practice. and something to do. Right. And so this is where I could probably say we're the in the examining phase right now of this mm-hmm. conversation because when you are honest with people, one of the, the positive things that come out of this is you live in reality. You do. And there's so much freedom in knowing that you don't have to remember what you told different people. Mm-hmm. You live in reality versus a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And what I'm talking about, really, that is unrealistic expectations. Yes. You know, you go into a new relationship with someone and you always want to think about it in a positive sense and how things are going to be good and beneficial and positive and all those things. But you have to really cater it or coddle it to the point of I want it to be real though yeah you also you don't want to build something on a lie Mm-mm. because if you build something on a lie you know we always talk about that when you're dating you're dating the person's representative well the bad part about that is if you date a representative you're going to end up marrying a representative and then you're going to meet the real person and you're going to be disappointed and it's so funny that you said that about dating because and I looked up one of the things that had me thinking about when you are in a relationship, a very dating relationship, mm-hmm. and this is just a scientific study that I read I thought was really, really interesting about it. It said you lie a third of the time when you're dating. That's so bad. That's Y'all, we're going to stop that. A third we're of gonna the time. We're going to put an end to that. You know, Because uh, we're going to be hot. So you really think about it. That's 33% of the time you're with someone or you're just getting started in the relationship, you're not being honest about. So think about that. Things. So could that be the reason why so many relationships fail? Mm-hmm. Because it didn't start off 
with the truth. Right. It could be. Any- it's not being built on anything real. It's being built on a fantasy. It's being built on an emotion mm-hmm. versus being built on the facts and the truth. Because to me, if you can't accept the real me for who I am, then why do I want to invest my time in that? And you, you kind of mentioned it in the beginning of as you become more intimate and closer to someone, you get more on more honest with them because it even also said in that same study that in a marriage relationship, out of 10 interactions that you have, one of them is going to be a lie. Where did this study come from? It, it, I, I, I will put it in the show notes. Okay. I don't know. The doctor. It better well, it, not. No, I'm just joking. Well, well you think about that, though. <laughs> When you're in a marriage relationship, while, yes, the goal is to be 100 percent honest with your spouse, mm-hmm. people will say, well, that's just a, a little white lie well, or I th- something. That's I think that there's a difference. But think, a lie is a lie. I think there's a difference between not giving like when I talked about there's different levels of hot. I'm not saying that you lie a little bit. You tell white lies. I'm saying you don't share things that the person doesn't need to know yet. Right. And so I don't think that that's lying. I think that that's being wise about the re- the status of the relationship. But in a marriage relationship, you know, I think there's a difference between not telling someone something that's going to hurt their feelings versus telling a lie. But and, and this is what it's talking about is still being honest, you know, right. and I think even in our own relationship, the longer we've been together, I think we can be even more honest mm-hmm. with each other more and more. And when I say that, I'm talking about there are some situations that come up that I'll use today as an example. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to go somewhere and get gas, put gas in the van. Mm-hmm. You said, I don't like, I well, you didn't put fairy. gas, in, you didn't put gas in the van yeah. and it was low. Right. And you said, did that bother you? Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. And, and while my mannerisms or my physical presence may have said, yeah, yeah, it really didn't because mm-hmm. I, I have taken that on as one of my responsibilities you know do i always want to feel like putting gas in the car but that was an opportunity that i could have just lied about it and say well yeah it did bother me well it really didn't right it wasn't inconvenient yeah it was yeah you know but that was just a small example of how it can kind of creep up on you in a relationship something that is that can be very insignificant and that those, can turn but into those something small very things. Big. And I give another example. The other day, um, our neighbor mm-hmm. got an accident in her car. You were talking, and basically, you said to me, "You said we were talking about it." And I said, "Babe, guess what? Though I hit the car today too." You're like, "What?" I said, "I can't lie. It's no need to be lying because I feel that when sometimes when things come up, right. it's an opportunity for you to either play like you practice or practice like you plan." Because I think that if I want to be honest with you about things, I think that we have to take those little because when I think those are little tests. Well, are you going to tell the truth? Right. You know, or are you going to withhold the information to try to make yourself look good? It's like I can't talk about her because guess what? I I ran into our car. Yeah. And that kind of goes into another thing about being honest is knowing yourself. Yes. I talked about it at the very beginning about how I lied growing up as an adolescent and and a younger teenager and things like that. And where I was a prolific liar, (laughs) that was a part of me not knowing who I was too, you know, where I was still looking for the applause of man and Mm -hmm. the acceptance of other people and those types of things where I had to really start doing some searching in myself and say, who am I? You know, you talk about it all the time about, 
it's very, very vital that you know who you are and know whose you are. Because I think that when you know whose you are, it helps you to better clarify who you are. Right. Because you think about that. If you can't sort out your own feelings about who you are, how on earth are you even going to think it's possible for you to even help someone else? Right. You know. And I think that's a big part of what happens is that we think that the answer to our problems is to be in relationships. But the first relationship we have to navigate, and I've been saying it as long as, I mean, the first book I wrote and I talked about that, our relationship with God, ourself, and others in that order. Because if we rush into relationships with people before we have a relationship with God, then they're going to become our God. And if we don't know ourselves, then we're going to start trying to be like them mm-hmm. versus being like God. And so it's so crucial that we take this time that we have spending together and we really start applying some of these things. Because if relationships are starting off with 33% of the information being false, that would explain or only 33% being honest, being honest, 66% of it oh, being that's sad. false. Yeah. And so I think about it. You think about if that is a factor, you know, you're going into a dating relationship knowing that right now you can make a difference in how your relationships end up by doing something different. Right. And one of the other things that we wanted to talk about is even as we talked about being in self, I think about, one of the things that I also did was the insignificance of myself when being quiet. That was not me being honest again. You know, if something bothered me, just like I used the example of the vehicle and I stay silent, but deep down I'm festering about right. it or things are just kind of boiling over. That's still not being honest. And a part of that is if you know that you have someone who uh, festers or internalizes things, you can't, make that your problem. All you can do is give them the opportunity to share. You can't make them. You can't make them do it. Oh, no. Because Because I'm an extrovert. I'm an extrovert about everything. Everything I think, everything I feel, I'm going to put it out there. Right. But you're not like that. So just because that person that you may be in a relationship is being quiet. Right. It doesn't mean they don't have anything to say. It doesn't mean they don't have anything to say, but it also doesn't mean that it doesn't bother them or right. something is not bothering them. Maybe they're not communicating it. And that's what this is really all about. And that's what we're going to kind of get into next is talking about is being open. Right. That openness in the communication. And the beauty of relationships when people are different, because I've never agreed with the, the term the opposites attract. I think the opposites may attract, but what keeps you together is what you have in common. And so although our personalities are different, our personalities complement one another. So because I am an extrovert and I am open, it's easy for me to kind of help you learn to be more open and for you to help me learn to be more reserved. Right. The And especially when it comes to open communication, I have to have the ability to openly communicate how I feel, what I think, what's going on with me without fear of reprisal or something mm-hmm. is going to be held against me because that may be a lot of time or it may be a lot of time that goes by that a person remains silent. Right. And that is just festering because they feel like if I bring it up, it's going to be a problem. And yet it may be a problem. And but it's more of a problem if by keeping un- silent. conflicts that go unresolved are the worst type of conflicts. 
Say that again. Conflicts that go unresolved are the worst kind of because those are like cancer. Because what happens, you have all these things, you sweep under the rug, you sweep under the rug, and then before you know it, you have this big mountain that creates a boundary between the two of you. Because when the Bible says it's the small foxes that destroy the vine, it's so important that no matter how little the situation is, it's better to talk it out. Because if we don't talk it out, we're going to act it out. Yes. And you kind of mentioned it already about intimacy. But the the intimacy that you feel with someone that you're in relationship with is going to be directly related to the honesty and the openness that you can have with that person. You can't be open and have open communication with someone if you can't be honest with them first. It's, it's almost right. like you have to go do, do these things in order. Right. I have to be able to be honest first. Right. You think about it, I use the, the little statistic a bit at the beginning about dating. So if you start out a relationship and you're not being honest, there's no way you're going to get to open no. communication. No. So if you have to be open with someone, be open at the very beginning. You Started know, off the begin with the end in mind. Right. We used <laughs> <laughs> because that's important because um, my godmother said that start things off the way you want them to be. If you know you don't want to iron their clothes and fix their plate and draw their bath. Don't start doing that because it's that is not being honest mm -hmm. because I think sometimes we were watching a movie and and this guy was doing everything that she wanted. But it just seemed like too good to be it true. Was, and it's not so much it's too good to be true. He was not thinking he was not. There was no it was no right. it wasn't reciprocity. He was giving, 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 giving and without there being a return. And so there has to be reciprocity. There has to be an exchange, not that you're giving to get, but that you're out serving. Cause we always talk about that, how we try to outserve each other. Mm -hmm. That makes it better than you feeling like I'm gonna do all the stuff this person wants. And you're never thinking about, well, it should be give and take. Yes. And you got to do it all with love in mind. We mm -hmm. always talk about that. Love has to be the motivator for you wanting to be honest and you wanted to have open communication because without it, you already are heading towards a spiral of neglect and problems and things that are going to just grow as the relationship deteriorates. And one of the reasons why I think that this was so important is because we always kind of mention being hot. And I think that it's important that we give this we don't want to just give the negative things airtime. Nope. Right. We want to make sure that we, because one of the things we want to do during this um, episode, this, th no, so much in this season, because we're okay. in season two, right. we want to make sure that we really focus more on calls to action. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the ways, some of the practical, like we've given some examples of if there's something, if you're asked a question, then you should give an honest answer. Sure. So yeah. before we go into some of the calls to action, it's that time. It's that time. It's that time. It's that time. So this is the time that we actually do got wisdom, got, got questions. Question. So what did you have here? You said you wanted to bring something up during this time of got wisdom and got questions that may not actually be got wisdom, got question, but it is information that we wanted to share. 
Well, we're going to share the God wisdom. Well, the first thing we want to share is that we have a gift for you all that will be coming around Valentine's Day. It is our special gift to the Rich Relationship Podcast community because we love you and we want to make sure definitely appreciate all the listeners that we appreciate you guys and we love you and we want to continue to grow and get better and so we have a gift that is going to be available and we'll let you know how you can get it um it's a secret you're going to see we'll give you information so you have to go to social media and go to our website at richrelationshipsus.com to kind of get an idea of what it is and it is a gift to you. It's going to be a gift to your life. It's something that we really believe is going to really be beneficial and helpful. And it's free. Right. And you've been working hard on, if you guys go to the, the website, uh, you did an awesome job. Thank you, babe. On redesigning the website. My little nerd has turned into a web developer, <laughs> y'all. She, she had sucking the website to a whole nother level. Always having the desire to just not be satisfied with the way you start things out. You wanted to take it to another level and you did an awesome job. Mm, thank you. So, but you wanted to say that. So that was the kind of the announcement, but you also had something else. You and wanted to and then up. our, you know, we want to like, we thank you guys. We're so grateful. We thank you all for your being a part of the community, listening and sharing and your feedback. And so our wisdom is going to come from something that we did on last Saturday, um, I, I told you guys before we actually started having a podcast, I didn't really even listen to podcasts. Right. I was a very faithful podcast listener. I was And, you to it. and yeah. so we listened to a podcast last week, and it was with Kobe Bryant. Right. Just happened to listen to we, an interview My with first him. real podcast I really, really listened to, it was with Kobe Bryant. And the wisdom that he shared that I thought was so impactful was he was telling a story about how a, a, a athlete was on the floor practicing and the dad was screaming go 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 trying to encourage him and Kobe told him he said hey he said listen while he's out there he has a conversation that's going on in his head that he's trying to negotiate and so if you're pushing him from the outside he's never going to learn how to push from the inside and so that wisdom that he shared was parents spouses friends, co-workers, let people learn how to push from the inside and not just push them from the outside. Yeah, definitely. So, and it was very timely that was. the wisdom came out. And that's just one of the things that those words will continue to be living on, not because we said them, but because right. he said them. And we, we definitely have been praying for his family yeah. and such a hard tragedy. And a lot of people feel like they lost a friend. Yeah, You know, a lot of people that I talk to and at work and things like that it was like really really sad yeah. you know and so we definitely prayers and and if you're pray a praying person please pray for their pray family, for their family. because if, it, we all know as americans we most of us know how to mourn which is the moving on but the grieving process is the letting go. Right. And I think that's what we've not really learned how to do. And so that is my prayer for them, that they would mourn and grieve. They would not just move on without really going through the process. And it may take years. There is no timeline right. on that. And um, so the that's the... Got wisdom, got questions. And if you... Go ahead. You oh, want... I have a question. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And so my question is from something we did this week. Okay. We were blessed to be a part of Angela Foxworthy's new show that's going to be coming out. And the question was, what is beauty? So, Gil, I want to ask you, what is beauty to you? What is beauty to you? 
beauty is i think it kind of starts back with yourself you know it's not i don't think it's just a visual thing because some people find beauty in things that may not be very visual beautiful visually Mm -hmm. you know especially with me being into photography i see things through the lens of a camera that may not be appealing from a distance or but sometimes you can zoom in so beauty is as they say in the eye of the beholder but that's where i think you have to look inward you know if in the context of i think your question is is talking about it as it relates to people and yourself or uh, another person yeah but so, just with for you when you think of something that's beautiful how would you define beauty beauty is in the behind the beholders, how I see things, you know, something like I said, that's the only thing I can really say that something that looks beautiful to me may not look beautiful to someone else. So beauty is relative. Yes, it's <laughs> relative, it's subjective, and it's also innocent. Yeah. If I had to describe it, I don't know if that really answers your question. That kind of no, yeah, that's that's your abstract, answer. but yeah, yeah it is, it is, answer. and that's how I would describe it. You know, it's innocent, it's honest, it's um, in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Because people are going to see things beautiful differently than i may right so so that's got wisdom got question, question. And and a, st- don't forget you guys go to our um social media all of our social media is renee and beavers and our website as far as instagram twitter youtube and pinterest are renee and beavers um, our website is richrelationshipsus.com please go there and find out what our new gift for you guys is and just to let you know we love you and appreciate you and we're we're going to constantly be getting better and moving towards serving you in greater ways at a distance and up close and personal got wisdom got questions killing renee beaver's over 30-year relationship is the genesis for the rich relationship podcast which is designed to empower individuals with the tools principles and the community needed to unpack ourselves our past and our preconceived notions associated with relationships. Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love and healthy, rich relationships. Now let's go into our show. So in this episode, we're talking about Are You Hot? And that stands for Honest, Open, and Transparent on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. And we were already gave, went over the first two of being honest and being open. And we're going to kind of just transition into the transparent part and and the transparent part can be you know you would think that they are all the same honest open transparent but they all require a different level of Mm self-awareness because being transparent is really not trying to hide things it's not trying to withhold things it's when I think of being transparent I almost think about being invisible you know to a sense of all the things that could keep us from getting close are gone right and so I think that's the beauty is is in relationships is when you go from being honest to open to transparent you know and that can be a little bit deceptive also because we're living in a time where whether it's through social media, it's almost like people are living a double life. Yeah, and that's so sad. And, and it is sad, but that the transparent we're talking about is not 
how you are on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, that's or not. We're not talking about being vulgar. Or, we're not talking about oversharing. No, that's not no, transparency. No, no. <laughs> we're actually talking about transparent the benefits that can come from being transparent in your relationships. You know, we talked about it already. How the level of transparency that you are going to have is you have to feel safe with the people that you are going to be transparent with and also have to feel that you can openly communicate, that you can be honest with them. And we already talked about some of those elements in the honest, open, and now we're into the the transparency part. But one of the benefits of being transparent with someone and and you're going to see that your circle is kind of small when it comes to the transparency because you can't really be totally open with everybody you meet. No. And a part of it, transparent is not feeling as if you're going to be the giver of truth about other people. What do you mean by that? Um, Transparent is not telling other people's business. That's gossip. But transparent that we're talking about is you being transparent about, about yourself. You. All the things we're talking about only apply if they're reflective towards yourself. Right. I have to be honest about me to you and to God. I have to be open about me to you and to God. I have to be transparent about me. So in other words, we need to know what are our growth areas? Right. What are our strengths? What are the things that we have grown out of and what are the things we've grown into? Because if we don't, we, if we can't really understand that about ourselves, how are we going to go into a relationship with somebody else? Right. And now, but as you are transparent with someone, you definitely have some benefits and some positive things yeah. that are going to come out of it. And one, and I thought about this in, the, in, in context of our relationship, again, not speaking or thinking about it in general terms. I thought about it as we are transparent with each other. One of the benefits that comes out of it is problems get solved faster. Oh, I agree. When I say that, I'm talking about if I can be transparent with you, just like I mentioned about gas in the car or mm-hmm. not, you not putting gas in the car. And I'm being honest and open and telling you how I felt and what did I, and, and communicating that to you. Something that it can cut off a problem even before it starts. Yeah. And even if a problem is existing, it's going to get solved faster. Yeah. And that, one of the things that I'm so grateful about, you sleep better. Yeah. When you're honest. I mean, you, you, I think about when I first got saved and I started learning about, you know, confessing your sins to God and to people. And mm-hmm. you start going through. It's just like when you start cleaning out your car or your house, you feel better. And so right. as you begin to practice these things, it may seem strange and foreign and it may seem fake. But as you begin to practice it, you really do sleep better at night. You don't have to walk into a room and wonder about what did I say and what did I tell that person? And it's like you can just tell when people are not being honest because they have this sense of shame that it's like a cloud that goes over them. And so it's like learn to be honest and open and transparent for you. Right. Because you owe that to yourself. And another benefit to it is unity in the relationship that you have with someone you feel closer. It gets closer. You feel closer and it gets easier. Mm -hmm. You, as more transparency comes, that person or the person you're in relationship with knows you are a safe place. And I can tell you things 
And it's not going to go further and you're not going to judge me. It's not going to be reprisal. It's not mm-hmm. going to be negative responses to it. That's going to make them open up even more. And, and through them opening up, it's going to help you help them. Yeah. And, and what I want to explain, because, you know, for me, because, again, I did hair for 28 years and I dealt with so many women. It's being hot is not walking up to a stranger and telling them things that they don't need to know. Mm-hmm. That's called an overshare. And when you walk into situations where you don't allow people to gain your trust mm-hmm. and respect, that is a red flag for people. Because if I, you, hi, how are you doing? And you tell me your whole life story. That's a little unnerving for me. And so we have to be careful that we understand how to utilize these tools and not to misrepresent what being hot means. Mm-hmm. Well, they said be hot. Or like my thing is too, it's the truth. Well, and, and God correct me with that. I said, well, do you want me to be the giver of truth to you? So what hot is not, is not oversharing. It's not talking about other people. It's not trying to make someone else say something because I tell you a secret about me that I expect for you to tell that that's not being hot. Right. And speaking of being hot and in our communication, one of the things that I have tried, been trying to practice is I call it hits. H I T. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know we've been throwing out cold and hot <laughs> and now we I'm throwing another one out there for hits. We're and, nerds, y'all. And Both of us. And that's in communication <laughs> that helps me remember as I'm communicating with someone, you, you primarily, but everyone that I come in contact with, the things that I'm saying to them, the H, is it is it helpful? Yes. That whatever I'm saying to them, is it inspiring? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a time of being thankful or giving thanks for that person or whatever I'm trying to communicate to Mm -hmm. them. And am I being supportive of them in that positive form of communication? So that's hits. I love that babe. So, and I'm just sharing it with you because, (laughs) and I appreciate you saying that. I don't mean like, um, honest, I mean, let's like attract them. Right. And, but that's something that I had to start thinking about because sometimes I can maybe not communicate the best message and bring it forward in a positive way. And our tone. Yes. Body, body language. Right. And fighting our jaw. So if I start thinking about, okay, hits, hits, either I don't say it. Right. Or I'm going to say it to that person. And, and sometimes it can be disarming to people when you throw those out, when you're being helpful, inspiring, supportive, Mm -hmm. and thankful. It, it, kind of throws them off yeah. they don't know how to respond sometimes what well, well, the way my my new filter and pastor chris told us this like four years ago but he brought it up again on last sunday about it is good mm-hmm. so no matter what happens my filter that i see things because the bible says all things work together for good for those who love god and who are called according to his purpose and the story he told about was basically there was a king and he had a friend and every time something happened the friend said it is good the king got his hand shot off and the friend said it is good. And king got mad, put him in jail, went out on a mission. They were going to eat him because they saw that his finger was, he was just basically disfigured. They didn't kill him. He said, oh man, I put my friend, went back to go get his friend out of jail. And his friend said, it is good. He said, why you say it's good? Because if I was with you, I would have been eaten. Right. And so now it just helps you to see things no matter what happens. It's all, we may not understand it. You may not like it. But I really believe that there's always it could always be worse and it will get better. 
Yes. And even in the transparency, the last item I want to mention about the transparency part, one of the benefits that comes out of it is your relationships grow authentically. Yes. They grow authentically. And they're, they have a strength that can stand the test of time. Right. Right. And and we already mentioned that in your trust is get stronger and stronger. So you're authentic and you have a trust, a, a relationship that is built on trust. Yes. So those are the important things to me as we talk about being, being hot, hot, honest, open, open and, and transparent. transparent. So, of course, you know, uh, I guess I have just become a nerd, too, because I was like, OK, Laura, so what is the goal? of being honest, open, and transparent. What is that going to look like? What is it going to produce? Because I believe that every seed is going to have a harvest. It's mm-hmm. going to produce something. And when we are honest, open, and transparent, it teaches us to be humble, overjoyed, and transforms us. Right. That's good. And so I said, okay, Lure, because you think about it, if you're honest, mm-hmm. honesty requires humility sure and if you're open it can help you to have joy because it's like i'm free i'm not keeping any any secrets liberation and then if we're transparent we can be transformed yes because at the the end of the day the goal is for us to not be the same person that we were yesterday let alone last year because we don't want to keep living the same year over and over and over and over again we want to do something different And so the goal is to be transformed, to be different, to be changed, and to be more like Christ. And that's definitely a part of being hot. Hot. So we will see you guys next week on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. Go be hot. Go be hot. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them. And also you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!